0: This is Make It Current. M I P. With Massimilia Mark Thompson. Make It point. Get Woke.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, undoubtedly, you've heard about the changes in Florida under Governor Ron DeSantis. First of all, banning CRT and any really racially conscious teaching, any history of race, even, in the Florida schools even at the college level. We talked about that just the other day. Um, but now the college board, which administers the SAT, which develops the ACT, SAT, um, has advanced placement courses um, throughout school systems. For the first time, they've developed an advanced placement course for African-American studies. It was to be piloted, it is to be piloted around the country and in Florida. Um, DeSantis and his like have also banned this course in Florida, outlawing it being taught. This affects uh, teachers, students, parents across the board. There was several very prominent Florida teachers who were going to take this up and lead this piloting project and teach it in the classroom. The Florida public schools, of course, are the teachers are represented by the union of which I was a member and will always consider myself a member of the American Federation of Teachers. And here to talk about this and see kind of where things are is the immediate past president of the Florida Education Association. Uh, he is now the secretary treasurer of the America, American Federation of Teachers, 1.7 million strong. Frederick Ingram joins us now. Brother, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, Reverend Mark, for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, folks. And again, he's a Floridian, went to Bethune, Cookman, all that. So he he truly represents and he is here for a time such as such as this. First of all, what's what's the morale of the teachers in Florida? And is this fed? Is this impacting not just black teachers, but all teachers, all teachers looking at this saying, you know, this is kind of messed up? Yeah, it, you know, uh,
2: again, this is um, a governor who is really trying to strong arm education, who's using the educational system as a stepping stone or a political wedge issue, uh, using these culture wars against our schools, uh, trying to achieve yet another political goal for himself. Um, we all know that he has political ambitions to run for president of the United States. But put that aside for a second. The, here, here's what this governor has done. He has banned books in the state of Florida. Uh, time and time again, teachers are now covering books up on on shelves because they are afraid that if their administrator comes in and sees a book like "The Bluest Eye" by Toni Morrison uh, on a bookshelf that has not been approved, that that they will have uh, you know, some type of retribution uh, to their job or to their position. This is a governor who is also. Uh, politically tried to take over school boards, has completely endorsed school board candidates and said that school boards work for him, that he, is, uh, he and the Department of Education are going to uh, 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 talk about and dictate what happens in our school system Then it doesn't happen on the local level. This is also a government who has 5,000 classrooms statewide right now that do not have certified teachers in them. Teachers are speaking with their feet. They're walking out of classroom. And so you ask the question about how our teachers are feeling. Right now, in the state of Florida, we have a teacher shortage. But there are 5,000 classrooms statewide that do not have a certified teacher. Uh, classes are being double-coded. They are being monitored by paraprofessionals, teacher assistants. Uh, we have a merger of classes, uh, you know, math classes that should have... 30 kids now have 50 kids. And so that's where we are in the state of Florida because a governor now, one more attack on education and specifically to black educators and black communities are saying, uh, uh, AP African-American history, in his words, not mine, has no educational value. That what, what was proffered by, this, by the college board has no educational value. Well, again, when you say by the college board, it has, something is educationally valuable about what they put out, because this is uh, work that's done by uh, nationally board certified teachers, that's done by scholars uh, and certified folks who who actually do curriculum around the country for AP uh, classes uh, that are offered.
1: And but sounds like what you're saying. I mean, the the AP course is just one thing. The what the teachers are having to endure and. With the class size and everything else, I mean, th- th- those are real problems that need attention, not this course, right? Well, I, I think it's both. I don't think you can separate the fact
2: that the governor is trying to dictate what can and cannot be taught uh, in in our classrooms just by a stroke of a pen. Uh, when when we develop curriculum in the state of Florida or anywhere in the nation, it is to be vetted by Groups of educators, a okay. governor should not be in a position to say this is, you know, what should be taught and what shouldn't be taught by the stroke of a pen. So to say to AP African American history is really an insult to, again, black educators, uh, black families, you know, people who are of the African American diaspora, and others, because there are our white brothers and sisters who would benefit from this course as well. This is a, any advanced placement course is a higher level critical thinking type course. And we want to have people have that deeper experience in uh, the African-American uh, diaspora and what we brought to this country and to this world.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, no, I, I, I think we agree. I, I maybe didn't say it as, as eloquently as I should have. Rather than him policing this course, Mm-hmm. He needs to be taking care of the real needs. Absolutely. <laughs> in the Florida school. That's what I mean to say. Absolutely. I mean, he wants to make that his priority. It has no educational value. Um, So you mentioned teachers having to hide and cover books. So people are really worried. And I, and I talked to a couple of folks in, in the college system uh, who just took their co- took everything off their course schedule because they're afraid of losing their job, especially, you know, teachers who don't have tenure fed. So in the in the secondary school system, in, in the public school system, I guess the same thing is going on. People you know, are having to be careful because they don't know what the retaliation will be, right? It
2: is. It's unfortunate that there is no freedom to teach uh, in the state of Florida. We are being bombarded by politics. This is a man who has really politicized the classroom. And what do you do to this esprit de corps, to the morale, to the upkeep of our schools when you say to teachers, that they can and cannot do, that we, you will teach what we tell you, when we tell you, and how we tell you. Um, that is not allowing our, our teachers to identify those individual students who are having issues, who have some challenges, who come from, uh, you know, some uh, checker backgrounds, uh, and, and create that magic, that symmetry that happens between the teacher and the student. And so he's taking that away. He's taking away the magic of time that we have to deal with individual students by telling us when, how, and where to teach. And
1: that's unfortunate for each individual kid. Now we talk about a a pilot course like this one, how does that work? Was this something that um, a few teachers are gonna teach or was this gonna be pretty a widespread offering in the the system? Right, so the pilot course um, was targeted for 60
2: schools around the country. Uh, but after that pilot, there was one to be one final betting of this particular course. Now, one of those uh, schools was in the state of Florida. Uh, and so obviously that school is off the books. And so we won't have any final say in what happens with this AP African-American history course. Uh, but this is obviously uh, AP courses are offered throughout the nation uh, from the college board. So you have everything from AP European history to AP music theory, to, you know, a world, AP world history. Um, you know, we we even have different cultural aspects like AP European history. We have AP uh, 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 Italian history, AP German history. All of those things are already in the books. This was uh, an act, uh, a good act by the college board to say, you know what, We're, we need an African-American studies course. And so, You know, this governor uses this as a wedge issue, as as a cultural war, to say that we're trying to quote his words indoctrinate our students with uh, things like intersectionality, all right, Uh, things that, that that have to do with LGBTQ and the Black experience. And what we know is some of these things that he's rightly identified have been a part of our culture for years. And the course doesn't singularly talk about one particular issue, but it tries to give you a holistic. Critical thought process of what the African diaspora brings in this country.
1: Yeah, yeah, and no, that's that's absolutely right. I, I've looked at the curriculum. I mean, this is, this is. Oh,
2: I might have lost Reverend Mark.
0: Sorry about that. I dropped out for a minute. Uh, <laughs>
1: okay, this is history, right? And and as you said, the College Board. This is long overdue for even the College Board, right? Because we've known we when we were all in high school, we had advanced placement. There's no such thing as advanced placement. African Americans, st- if if that was in in high school when I was in high school, I would have been all over that, right? And and a lot of us would have. So so this is um, this is 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 very important. What is AFT doing? What are the the, the teachers in Florida doing? Are, are they organizing and mobilizing around this? And for that matter, any of the other issues you mentioned? Yeah, we are. So,
2: you know, uh, as, as you know, we, we are the advocate group for, uh, you know, millions of, of folks around the country, but specifically to Florida, we have about 200,000 teachers in the state of Florida. And so what we try to do is organize ourselves on a local level uh, so that the teachers start speaking at school board meetings. Uh, start to put the pressure on our superintendents and our school boards to take control of their own, uh, you know, locally controlled uh, curriculum, and 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 insist that these things are offered. We're partnering with parent groups all over the country, uh, specific to Florida, because parents hold the power, and and they should. And but but what we want them to do is be educated, and and then be empowered, and then go out and talk to the right folks about what should be offered. And so we're doing that between parents and teachers. We're putting the pressure on the local uh, board, but also there's a wider issue of how do we get legislation and how do we get uh, more funding and how do we get more support for our schools? And that we still have to deal with our governors, but we are also dealing with the federal government too, who has been uh, an ally for us over the last two years with the Biden administration um, in, in trying to ensure we are bringing the right things uh, to our states, but then again, you have these governors who are saying we're not going to allow certain things, And so the country's chiseled, um, and students are learning uh, whatever the politi- uh, you, you know the politics are for a particular state, and that's unfortunate.
1: And and, honestly, too, Fed, I mean, we're still dealing with a war on education anyway, aren't we? A war on public education in particular, because, you know, people like DeSantis and and others of his ilk, uh, they want to undermine public education, don't they? And because we know public education, who are the majority of the students that benefit from public education? Absolutely. But why do they want
2: to do that? Because they know that education is a key. They know that if you have the ability to read, if you have the ability to make choices and decisions, you can understand uh, how to fill out a job application. If you have these skills that trade and are critical uh, in, uh, in our uh, CTEs, our career and technical uh, education, if you uh, are, are, are college bound, and if you know the history of thine self, then you can propel yourself to be a better Uh, steward of society, right? And so they know that 90% of our students go to public education. They're after not only the money, but they're after the power of the mind. And uh, if they can control uh, the minds in terms of what you you, you learn and what you don't learn, then they can limit uh, how far you can go. And so what we're trying to do is that line of education open, uh, because that's going to be the key, you know, all, all of our civil rights leaders, social justice leaders, all of our pastors have been always known that the key to education, even when it was illegal to teach people like you and me, where we had to sneak in dark corners uh, with books, with others and abolitionists and people and learn a new language, learn a different culture and and learn to acculturate ourselves to where we were in this new country, even when We had to invent black colleges in the 1870s and 1880s when we couldn't go to Harvard or we couldn't go to Yale. We had to come up with our Florida A and M universities and our North Carolina A and T's and A and M schools. This is part of what they know is the growth of African Americans, of how we've overcome and persevered through everything that this society has thrown against us. It's been education that has always led
1: the way. And if we know and understand our history, then when we're in positions, we help one another, particularly when we're in positions of power as African-Americans, we help one another rather than as African-Americans commit assault, like what happened in Memphis. There's, gotcha. what, there's a history to that. As you said, you know, we used to have to sneak around to learn how to read. It was against the law. And there were people who were, who were overseers that did the benefit, did the work of the master. And, and so that's what, that's what we see in Memphis. So folks, this is really. Something that is necessary um for everyone um if we look at all these other histories that are taught, why shouldn't our history um be taught and that that that's that's very very important so what's next for a f t in in florida fed what what can we what can we expect and and our i, I guess teachers they really mm-hmm. don't have the um um, the ability or the room, I should say, the wiggle room to say, I'm just going to teach this course anyway, right? They, they're not allowed to do that, are they? No, uh, not. It, it will be against the law
2: uh, to do that because we have rules that restrict what is being taught in our civics and history classes. Uh, if they are alleged to be teaching CRT, uh, has been the, the code word for uh, you know Black history, I think. Uh, if they're alleged to do that, if they are in the state of Florida, if a student complains that they feel uncomfortable about something that is being taught, they can go to an administrator, make a larger complaint against a teacher, and the teacher has to go then to defend that or either lose their job. So, you know, we're up against a lot here in the state of Florida with uh, Mr. DeSantis. He has led the way. To this anti-public education uh, type of syndrome, in the same way that Betsy DeVos uh, and others see education where we can educate the few and not the many, Uh, and so that's where we are in the state of Florida. It's very difficult, but what we're telling our parents first, our parents, we want them to be empowered to still teach and talk about themselves, talk about Black history, talk about uh, not just in February, although February is, is right around the corner. We want black history and all and history, the good, the bad, and the ugly to be taught to our students. So empower your children with the knowledge that we come from a long history of academic excellence, all the way back to the greatest university that has ever been known to man in Timbuktu. And we taught, you know, this, this entire world, how to do science uh, from astrology to how to operate on, on the body how, you know, what plants make you you, you better. Um, You know, we were botanists before there was any irrigation systems, you know, because we had the Amazon. And so those were some of the things that we need to kind of continually teach our young people. And as you mentioned, you know, the tragedy that we saw in Memphis, you know, those kinds of things, history will tell you and will teach you and help you to make better decisions when you get in a crisis. Because you will then see yourself as a person of value. And so that's what history, you know, teaches me. When I look at those babies in first and second grade, I see me, you know. But, you know, two honest parents, never went to college, was my story, grew up in the inner city. Uh, But for the grace of God, some good public school teachers and a person who says you can be more than what you see. That is what our babies need. And in their quiet moments, when they get 15, 16, 17, or even in their mid-20s, they can make those good, crucial, honest decisions about life uh, and, and choose empathy over hate and choose love over divisiveness. Those are the things that we want. It doesn't matter what you do. if You can be a carpenter. You can be a garbage man. Or, or like uh, Luther Kane said, you can be the best street sweeper uh, if that falls your lot but that's what history teaches us and teaches us about a better future.
1: Yeah, let me just get a couple of questions uh, before we go. One, in, in in terms of Florida and its school districts and, and whatnot, um, how much say and influence do parents have? And, and do enough parents go to meetings? I know the other side likes to go and take over meetings and stuff, but is that, you mentioned working with parents, Are parents able to do that in in Florida and are the the school systems kind of divided by districts or or how does that work? Yeah, there are 67 school districts in the
2: state of Florida. We have 67 school boards. We have uh, 67 superintendents. And yes, parents do have power uh, here and they can go to school board meetings. They can speak on issues. There is public hearing. They can organize themselves in ways that they can actually get things done. Uh, That is still a, a very strong power base here in Florida.
1: Lastly, I had Secretary of Education on with me last week, and we talked about, you know, when, when I cover the, the jobs numbers and whatnot, we find that your state and local jobs have not fully recovered since the pandemic. And part of that is because it, in the area of education, we, we do need more teachers, don't we? Uh, now, when I asked him that, this is what he said. Uh, you don't hear a lot of secretaries say this, and, but I appreciated that from him being a former teacher. He said, you know, more teachers will come to work and come back to work if they're paid better wages and treated the way they ought to be treated. Would, would, would you agree? Where are we on getting to a place where we are attracting people? Now, uh, um, for those who were able to teach, our grandparents were not fed. That was one of the most prestigious jobs. Speaking of black history, that was one of the most prestigious jobs you could have in a black community, being a, a, a black public school teacher, yeah. even during segregation. Was the equivalent of being a doctor or a lawyer in the black community. So, what do we do about that? How do we, you know, get the prof- people to respect the profession more, pay the kind of salaries that teachers deserve, so that people will be incentivized to come back into the classroom?
2: Yeah. So we listen. This is the perpetual fight we've been fighting uh, all over the country. Depends on where you are, um, you know, in the in the country. Uh, some teachers get paid more than others, but none of them get paid what they should. And so uh, we are in in a fight. It's collective bargaining. It's one of those things that, you know, we are unfortunately fighting for pennies um, because the systems are being defunded. And so when you have good secretaries of education who have a good message, then we've got to get that money down to where it actually goes to the local level. Um, in many instances in the state of Florida, uh, the Biden administration sends money to state of Florida. It stays in the state coffers and then it's used for other Other means. And so that's why, you know, some certain teachers get paid more than others. But here, you know, to your other point, uh, teaching is still the most honorable uh, job that you can have. You know, I'm not that old, right? But I still remember seeing Miss Johnson when I was in the third grade, you know, going down the food and I'm with my mother and it was like I saw, you know, a deity herself, right? And, And I can just remember like stopping, seeing her outside of the classroom. Those are the kinds of things that I think we need to get back to. Uh, we get back to those those things by putting the diversity in the classroom. Our classrooms are more diverse than ever. We know where Black teachers are; they're in our HBCUs. Half of the Black teachers in America come from 101 HBCUs. We need to support these schools and schools of education. Give them more money. Give them more resources. Get professors in there who are going to teach not only real history but also how you deal with. Uh, you know, culturally unbiased uh, situations with our students. So they don't judge us by the way that we look and we wear our hair and the music that we listen to and the circumstances that we come from. We give each and every uh, young man uh, and young, young lady uh, an opportunity to achieve in their own way, in their own right. Listen, we are very colorful folks and sometimes we, you know, act a certain way. And if you don't understand that culture, if you are not from that background, in many instances, that might seem foreign to you. It might seem like it's an attack on you. It might seem like they're insulting you. But that's not the case in most instances. Our young people want the same thing that our white brothers and sisters do, that our Hispanic brothers and sisters do. They just want to be better. They want an opportunity. They want hope. And that's what our schools do. And so, yes, we need more black teachers. We need more black male teachers. We need more black male teachers. We need to see more black male teachers teaching science, and math, and English, and history, and all of these core areas situations, and not be relegated to the PE coach, not be relegated to you know some class that you know is for discipline only. You know, I was a high school band director for years uh, down in Florida, Miami specifically, and I got to tell you, I think that it just makes a difference to see uh, a black man of who was educated, who was certified to teach, giving you something other than discipline. I'm going to give you something that you can love, something that you can have, and give you a skill that you'll have for life. That means a lot to a young
1: person. Yeah, very, very well said.
0: Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.
1: And folks, the secretary treasurer of our union, himself, the AFT, is a result of an HBCU as well, Bethune-Cookman. I think Bethune-Cookman, only one with two of the letters from the acronym, the B and the C. (laughs) Amen. HBCU. So Bethune-Cookman is is very, very special uh, to us all. Frederick, Ingram, folks, this will uh, not be the last time. You know, a lot of times we talk to Randy uh, when when we do the show. And God bless Randy, but we're glad that Fed's in there. And again, he is anointed for a time such as this, especially with what's going on uh, in Florida. I just want to mention, if you folks ever look at the curriculum, and we'll post a link to it, uh, uh, a lot of that curriculum is about Haiti. And, and I saw that. You know, folks, they got upset. where well, there's queer theories yeah. in here. That ain't all they saw. They just didn't say it. That's right. You know, it's, it's something when you got kids in Florida taking an AP, an African American history course, it also includes the history of Haiti. All right, in Florida. You understand? So that's all that. Don't be fooled. I mean, that's that's the that's the cover they use. Uh, and we'll see what happens. There's going to be an, another iteration of the course. They're editing it. I don't think they should, but we'll see what DeSantis does with that. I'm sure his position won't change, uh, especially with the other positions he's taking about CRT all over the rest of the state and around the country. Frederick Ingram with us, folks. Thank you, sir, for being here. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been Made Plain.